Hey there, stranger. Welcome to Tad Strange, a Gravity Falls podcast. We'll be exploring the captivating and mysterious world of Gravity Falls, Oregon, and we are so glad to have you along for the ride. I'm joined here by fabulous Twitch streamer and Manitar in disguise, Oxfail Mage. There's mice in my walls. And by my big brother and a frequent frequenter of Greasy's Diner, Matthew. I don't even have walls. We are here today to discuss Gravity Falls Season 1, Episode 6, Dipper versus Manliness. Right off the bat, as we have done every single time, first impressions, thoughts on the episode. I have a very technical term for how this episode made me feel. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, it's... Oh. I, I'm Boy. not a big fan of this episode. Whoa. That's rough. Mm. I call it. Mm. I call it a B minus. Personally, I don't think it was good as the last mm. one, but I, yeah. I still enjoyed it. It's wow. like it's like a C plus for me. Dang, the, I think the the B plots uh, okay, and the main plots okay. Some of the jokes make it a little bit deeming, but I really didn't like it that much. Okay, for me, maybe I'm too easily amused. Um, and <laughs> oh, first of all, I need to cover. Um, last week I said that this was my favorite episode. That's not true. This is the first episode that I watched. Um, so I maybe that's also coloring my impressions. Coloring with um, crayons. But also, like, I was laughing throughout this. I wasn't laughing all the time like I was with Headhunters. Uh-huh. But I was laughing throughout this episode. So, so, f- so mm-hmm. like, let me clarify. Mm-hmm. Some of the jokes in this episode are, like, a handful of my favorite in the series. Because mm-hmm. I kind of... Gravity Falls takes, like, a weird joke turn in this episode which i like mm. more than like yes. what we've seen so far i don't like the storyline i don't like the manators i mm. don't like the side storyline it, mm. it's just like all the things that you should like about it i'm just like mm. and everything okay. else uh, that was kind of funny but it doesn't make up for the rest of the sins mm. so we've become cinema sins for me it's i think a b I think it's a solid beat. Not as good as Headhunters, but it's good. And it definitely has um, a special place in my heart. It's the first episode I watched. And also the only one that I ever showed my parents. Oh, um, for I don't know how you... I feel about that. Oh. I was just hanging out with my dad one day. And I was like, hey, there's this show. I think he smiled and said that was fun. It Sweet. Made me feel happy. Sweet. For those of you who haven't seen the episode though here's a quick rundown so in this episode we get to see grunkle stan and whoa the whoa, 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 whoa 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 what are whoa. we doing i thought i was doing the synopsis oh what? you're i mean you're whoa. sorry i stole your job you whoa. wrote it i was whoa. stealing it oh my goodness that's that's verbal plagiarism oh no you're gonna get verbal whoa. arrested oh no whoa. call the verbal police <laughs> not the verbal police goodness. okay go ahead wow okay so <clears throat> this episode, we get to see Grunkle Stan and the Mystery Twins visit Greasy's Diner, a mostly very disgusting eatery in Gravity Falls. Due to Stan's cheapness and not wanting to buy the twins anything more than condiments to eat, Dipper attempts to win them free pancakes by winning a classic arcade grip strength game. He, of course, fails, only to be superseded by Manly Dan. So after this humiliation, which, by the way, included pancakes flying everywhere all over the diner serious health code violation anyways after being humiliated by this dipper runs off into the forest only to meet a manator who brings dipper back to his clan's man cave 
Once there, Tipper goes through a little mental gymnastics with the dim-witted minotaurs and convinces them to train him to be a man and hopefully grow some chest hair in the process. In the meantime, Mabel figures out that Grunkle Stan kind of likes Lazy Susan, one of the servers at Greasy's Diner who has a lazy eye and seems obsessed with getting a pie display box to spin. Mabel recruits the help of Wendy and Seuss, and we are treated to a dual montage of Stan being prettified and domesticated to have a shot with Lazy Susan and Dipper being trained in manliness by the Manators. Dipper's final test is to defeat the Multi-Bear, which is a magical creature that looks almost like what you'd imagine. Not quite, though. A little different. Surprisingly, Dipper gets the bear in a chokehold, and it surrenders and accepts its fate, asking one last thing before Dipper plunges a spear into its heart. That he die listening to his favorite music, which turns out to be the girly Icelandic pop sensation, Baba, one of Dipper's secret and very unmanly pleasures. Dipper realizes that he cannot kill the multi-bear and returns to the Manator cave being rejected by the Manators for his cowardice. Dipper slinks back to the diner where Stan and Mabel are celebrating Stan getting Lazy Susan's number. Cha-chang, cha-chang. After explaining what happened, Stan says, You were your own man and stood up for yourself. You did what was right even though no one agreed with you. Seems pretty manly to me. Turning Dipper's frown upside down and almost end scene. Nice. So I think you're our, our stand voice. Um, oh, that's, that's oh, you, solid. oh, wow. That's surprising. I thought it was terrible. And I just tried it for the first time now. Okay. No, it, fun. it wasn't bad. Awesome. Like, you gotta, you gotta die. You gotta do more of that. <laughs> but, but you know, it's, it's pretty solid. It's good. It's the best Sweet. one I've heard Sweet. out of your or my faces. Um, <laughs> so I have ideas about this episode, but I think what'll be more fun is Trevor <laughs> attack this episode with all your might and I'll do my best to defend it and Matt can talk about health code violations yes excellent um, so something you hate about it oh I hate the first like diner scene I think it's absolutely really? stupid I hate okay. that whole manliness tester thing I do like that free pizza guys in the diner yeah that was like one of my favorite parts and he's still wearing the free pizza shirt he has hope but and he's also being disappointed that a woodpecker mm-hmm. is putting wood shavings on his pizza so we see yes. a disappointed <laughs> free pizza shirt guy once yes. again will we oh, ever see him fulfilled mm-hmm. who knows as we've seen with like every other episode it starts by giving away it's going to happen yeah. with the whole manliness tester being a foreshadowing of mm-hmm. him having to get tested on his manliness yep I just don't like it. I don't like Manly Dan. Like, coming mm-hmm. over and be like, look how cool, blah, 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 pancakes. Like, I think it's just such a, a dumb scene. And then he runs off into the wilderness, mimics a SpongeBob scene of bench pressing a twig, opens a bag of jerky, summons a Manator, who is probably one of my least favorite characters in, like, the entire show, mm-hmm. goes to the man cave, which I just, I hate all the little, like, man-based puns. I hate anything that has <laughs> to do with, like, and I, I know this is just me attacking an idea, not the show, but I hate that whole Western manliness, like, ideology and mindset and we have to spit and build things to be men <laughs> no, i hate that so much. i hated it when i was in church and there were menly mm-hmm. dinners and breakfasts and you only ate bacon and shotguns i just didn't like it then <laughs> i don't like it now i don't like it in my tv shows i don't mm-hmm. like that dipper who we've seen as a super cool super like 
sensitive, super depth character is completely destroyed because he doesn't mm. have chest hair. It doesn't fit his character. He meets a mm-hmm. bunch of characters who rile him up when the whole show, he's been like, I know who I am. I don't have to worry about these things. Mm. I do like the multi-bear. Mm, the <laughs> I love really multi-bear. So, okay, so we're going to go back. Oh, there's so many things. I want. We'll start at the beginning, the diner scene. Wait. I Start mm-hmm. before that, because that's one of my favorite okay. openings ever. That dude who's inside the mystery shack. Yes! And he, oh, the yes! and he goes... Oh, my shirt! Oh, wait. Yes. You, he, goes, you go he goes, do you have this yeah. in a different species? Yes! And Grunkle Stan just stares at him. That's one of my favorite jokes in the entire oh, show. And they're like, uh, first I'm off, fine with locking him in here if you are. Yeah, yeah. first off, what the heck's that thing on the wall? Second off... Who asks that? <laughs> Who would ever ask that question? I love, I love cute. Um, oh, what's his name? Tyler, Tyler Cute Biker. There we go. That's his name. Yeah, it I was uh, Puma shirt, Jaguar Puma shirt, Panther shirt. Oh, Panther shirt. Panther shirt. Puma shirt. Panther shirt. Panther shirt. Yeah, we got these crystals. That looks like broken glass. That looks like broken glass. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that I like. Yeah, that, but then that's true. to the diner. Okay, so to the diner. I I kind of like the diner scene. Now I do. Um, I will. Well, we'll get to it at the end. Starting off, just going through and just seeing the cast of characters again that we've gotten to see a little bit. Um, I love pizza guy being disappointed. I love um the introduction of Lazy Susan. I really like her in this episode. She makes <laughs> me laugh at how just dumb she is. Character. It's great. Um, I love uh, uh, Sheriff Blubs and Deputy Durlin. Oh, that, yeah, that was really good. They're just doing it like and they're that. trying to like use their speedometer to clock how fast he's eating pancakes. And then and then he just erupts into a wow as it goes off the clock. Um, you know I what? like that. You know what I appreciate is mm-hmm. directly before mm-hmm. that you see Wendy and Manly Dan and... There's there's yeah. there's some sort of when well she's next to him and he's tall so clearly she's looking up to him but there there's kind of an expression of appreciation and a little bit of pride in what what is Manly Dan doing is he eating pancakes too is everyone Probably. eating pancakes something oh uh, McGucket is drinking coffee but yes he is but you're the Wendy Manly yeah, Dan interaction was cool. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, if you don't know, she's his daughter. He's spoiler yeah. alert. No, we already knew that. No, we, no, no one knew. We that. haven't explicitly you had can, it stated. You can piece you together can. because of Gobblewonker and then the picture yeah. of her family. It's yes. the same. You yes. can tell it's the yep. same people. Yep. Plaid shirts. Um, I yeah. do like that as well. And so going into it, I don't love the manliness tester. I do like the cutie patootie printout. Um, that yeah, made that was me funny. laugh. Um, but, so here's my like biggest issue yep. with like the diner scene. This scene does something that no other scene in Gravity Falls does, and it spells out everyone's character that's important for the mm-hmm. viewer, and I hate that. Because the viewer should be able mm. to look at it and say, this is what this person's like, this one's what it's like. Oh. Instead, it's like, can I get a seventh of a plate, and she gets some salad dressing, can get some butter? Might as it grow on cheese? Boop, boop, boop. We already know he's a cheapskate. We don't need it explained through little mediocre jokes. Then we don't need Mabel just acting like an idiot just sitting there. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it's literally like Dipper could have went, I'm a wimpy, wimpy boy, and walked around. I'd be like, that accomplished the entire scene. They all (laughs) literally say exactly how they feel. Mm. And that's just really, that's honestly really bad writing. Because your character shouldn't say how it feels. It should act how it feels. Yeah. 
Like okay, Crunkle Stan should see that. Act well, one thing cheap, we, not say one th- I'm a cheapy cheapskate like that. It's just it's Mm-mm. so it's such such boring writing to me. Okay, see, in the past I haven't laughed at the uh, like what do you think money grows on or what do you think I'm made of money? Yeah, dude, dude. In the past I haven't. This time I did. Uh, I don't oh, know. I, what changed. I chuckled at but, it. So it's, technically it's it was a. It was tap tap was, was yeah. the phrase. There you that go. He tap said. tap but is it's, what you yes. said. You're right. It's still just this. Okay, we get it. You're a cheapskate, yep, yep. but you're like, one second you're I love these kids and I want to help take care of them, have stuff from the shop, go fishing with me, and I'm not going to buy them breakfast. Mm. Like it's just it's really it it makes it takes the whole pie that is Gravity Falls and makes a little tiny slice that's almond pumpkin and the rest of it's apple. And you don't know why that slice is there, and you don't want it to be there, but it's there, and it won't go away. Wow, that's true. I kind of feel like he should have cheapskated the diner and yeah. not his grandkids. Yeah, it's just, it just, it feels like they're going. You know, you know those like uh, those photos make from Instagram where it's like, "This is my cat. Look at my cat." Right. That's how I feel like all the characters are explained this episode. This is my wimpy dipper. Look at wimpy mm. dipper. Look yeah. at him. This is <laughs> oh cheapskate gosh. scan. Look at his eyes. And it's like we all like we're six, seven episodes in. I don't need to know their character again. I know their character already. I know. I honestly know how everybody at this diner acts just from the first six episodes. I don't need to see it again. I and it's, so. yeah. it's just really poor writing. Yeah, so. maybe this episode should have been placed a little bit earlier because I think it, it I think it does a better like job than like Gobblewonker. I think this could have been a pre-Gobblewonker, there you um, go. even which was episode two. But I think you're right. This acts as an introduction of a bunch of characters that we've already been introduced to. Yeah, um, it does. And- it effectively does the same thing that Headhunters does with the free pizza banquet. Look at my statue thing. Yeah, but a lot worse. I think it's worse because it's come later. Yeah. Um, because we've already seen, I think it should have been pre headhunters maybe, um, because we've seen, but I don't know if it would have all worked nonetheless. Um, but mostly because we've seen, uh, sheriff and the deputy more. Um, and so then we just see him a little bit, but if you had, I don't know, I don't know how they could have improved it. I do agree. Um, that this is a very early episode. I think particularly the sheriff and, and deputy scene was enriching to their characters that, that kind of showed me a, a ridiculousness of them that isn't shown before but i do agree that oh look manly dan's still manly oh look wimpy dipper is still wimpy oh look cheap yeah i i can understand that and like Mm. just over like however long gravity falls time is let's say like the months they've been there he's defeated an army of gnomes defeated the gobble wonker defeated you know what i mean we just go through Mm. he um banished two ghosts he <laughs> defeated the wax figures he's already in all this stuff and now he's depressed and sad because he doesn't have chest hair and he can't make a machine work <laughs> like it just it's it's out of character it, it there's they took all the progression and said that's cool but let's pretend it didn't happen and that's that's really like my issue is this isn't the dipper i like this is some other dipper from an alternate reality this is dipper one three nine seven dipper light dipper light. Uh, yeah <laughs> would you say he's little would you say he's little dipper oh boy well i think this episode isn't a bad episode but you're right that stuff leading up to it is doesn't set up for this at all we don't see him struggling with um like being an adult or, or being a man or being manly at all 
Um, he does want to be mature and act mature, but he hasn't expressed any desire um, to be a stereotypical adult male ripped and everything. Um, we haven't seen yeah, that. I don't true. think at all. So I do agree with that. Now, one thing you mentioned, Mabel just being in the background, something I noticed just in this last time I watched it is that for a whole bunch of time in the diner, she is in the background with a spoon on her nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You saw that. You saw that. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that until like just the last time, but just the faces she makes at one point in time, like I can imagine her trying to get it stuck on her nose and then she gets down her nose and then that face happens. Like when they're ordering um, and she's just like staring at Lazy Susan and has it on and she's so happy because she got yeah. it on her nose. That made me, <laughs> that made me happy. Um, going onward. Yeah. I don't love the... Um, multi-bears leading up to that though is kind of dumb but I found myself a little bit laughing at the mailman thing yeah oh, oh yeah that's very gosh. much over that's the top a good one. I used am to I hate not that male? one am I not a too. man yes oh, <laughs> uh, oh I'm sorry I'm looking for the mailman what see, I'm not a ma- I'm not a mailman I'm, I'm not, not male I'm not a man <laughs> are, are you are crying, crying? <laughs> just runs off into the woods yeah. I didn't find that funny other times I watched it but this time I did um, and I mean, it's like I said, it's more of the ideas portrayed. And I understand they're saying you don't need these things, but it still just drives me crazy. I hate that concept of a person because you can do okay. that with Manly Dan and that's fine. I like Manly Dan. Why couldn't Manly Dan be the focus of this episode? Why did it have to be the Manators? Like it just it didn't. It felt weird. Also, why is this random mountain in the woods? Where did this come from? Yeah, that is yeah, a good question. Fair. Hollow Mountain. By the way. Yeah. yeah. And then the mountain that the multi-beer also lives in that we don't talk about. Oh, so, so I mean, is this is this a legitimate episode about toxic masculinity before toxic masculinity became yeah. became like Whoa. a term used I to, feel, to talk I about feel things? Like a social justice warrior. No, I'm a Gravity Falls justice warrior yes. today. But I just... I, GFJW. I just can't. I just I, I hate these characters so much. Also, I hate the fact that Hutzfar is a Jewish minotaur oh whose goodness. name literally yes. means being brash. And it's oh, like it's a it's a good play on words and whatnot, but come on, really? Like it it's just so weird. Okay. They really doubled down on, on those puns and you didn't like uh, them. Well, I like I like I could I could love a good pun. Mm-hmm. This was it what felt like a million forced puns in my mm. face. Look at my puns. Mm. They're as good as my character development. Oh, mm. no. Ouch. Oh, that's, ouch. that's, oh, wow. Ouchy, ouchy, ouch. So, um, <laughs> continuing onwards. Do we want to continue onwards? Let me see. Where do we want to go from here? Um, I, first of all, like the, uh, the elder Manitar when he walks out. Um, Oh goodness! From the Tom Tom, yes. the oldest uh, and wisest. wisest. <laughs> Greetings, young. And then he just gets eaten. That, that, that I love that happy. little scene. Yep, yeah, yep. Just the from the Tom Tom. I also like how <laughs> the leader Manitar, Leadatar, or whatever, leader, he yeah. a spear out yes. of his chest yes. and like, hands what it the to different. Like yep. some of the little jokes in this are so good. Yeah. But then the other ones are just like, uh, but you know, what also bothers me, and this is going to sound kind of like deep and weird, the 
the manly men wouldn't teach Dipper how to be a manly man, so he lies to them to get his way, like yeah. most men do. Mm. He makes up an entire like scenario that they're not brave or wise or courageous enough to teach him. Mm. So it was like, there's the Dipper I like being like borderline evil right now. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, there are parts of, I really like the way that Dipper handles um, all the situations that he's put in. I really like that. I think I agree that I don't like um, his weakness in this episode. Uh, hmm. I'm fine with him being weak and I'm fine with him being weak in this way, but we just haven't seen it before yeah. this episode whatsoever. Something so there's like no lead up. We do see him struggle with other things. Yeah. And I like when those get resolved, but then this is him struggling with what they thought he should struggle with and not something mm. the character actually has ever dealt with before. Mm. So this is almost a, a redo of uh, both headhunters as, as far as just the like one-off mystery and, and the puns and uh-huh. um, the little bit of randomness and the inconveniencing for last week's episode um, where you're dealing with peer pressure. But I think you're right that it doesn't do either one of those as well as those first episodes did. Yeah. It, it feels like the good parts of episodes and then all the bad parts of episodes. Mm. But some of the good parts got eaten and yeah. they're not there. So there's mm. not as many as there should be. But there's nice. the multi-bear and I love him. Yeah, there is the multi-bear. He's great. Um, Leading up to the multi-bear, I don't know why he has... They put a bunch of temporary tattoos on him. Yeah, like, to make him all man. Those, all those are... Rad, dude. It's, it's, it's oh yeah, 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 fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I... I feel like I only watched this like when I was a whole bunch younger. And so now that I'm older, I'm getting this episode more. And after having watched it so many times and not gotten it, it feels good to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Everything hit with a lot more significance. So the fact that it was temporary tattoos, um, <laughs> going into the multi-bear, that was, I'll let you talk about it because you liked it. So I'll let you talk about the thing you liked. Ooh. Oh, multi-bear? Yeah. Oh, it was great. I love their fight. I love the multi-bears character. I love to listen to mm-hmm. Baba together. If you're going to kill me, <laughs> at least let me listen to my favorite song. Mm-hmm. You like Icelandic pop sensation, Baba? Yes. Yeah. And the Manitors always make fun of me for it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a... I like that scene so much. You know what I mean? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I like his face when he puts on Baba and he's about to die, but he's still, like, jamming it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I also yes. like... So, he has... He has two like main heads, and then he has like the elbow heads, and then he has some on his stomach. But then he also has two crotches with heads on his crotches, and that just creeps me out. And I'm just that. like, why do you have it's those? So weird. It is. It's really weird. But I love their fight. I I don't understand how Dipper went from barely being able to fight. Sherlock Holmes to being able to run up walls and run on the ceiling and stuff. Yeah, and he like Boy, noted he that. Did. He noted that too uh, when they're in the hot tub together. He's like, oh, I feel like these last four hours have been yeah. whatever. Yeah, and that's like all that it was. And yeah, then he goes to be able to run across no ceilings. <laughs> but he's like a monster at doing these things. Uh, I'm like, how? There's more, probably more suspension of disbelief. I, I also do like the training montage in this episode yes. because yes. it's a very good use of montage. Oh, it's so and it's a, good. And, and music, the music. music behind this oh. one. And it's a it's dual so montage. Like, yes. Right? Yeah. 
It's which I really like. And we'll get we'll get into um, the B plot. Oh soon, yeah, but I want to finish up the A plot first. But oh, the the training montage is on point, and yeah. the music the music in this episode. They, there's two songs. There's Disco Girl, and yeah. there's this training montage, and both are parodies. Um, the Disco Girl is a uh, parody of ABBA's Dancing Girl. Yep. Um, which after researching and listening to it a whole bunch, I have to confess that. It's starting to grow on me. Oh, no. Stop listening to it. <laughs> so I understand never where Dip is coming from. Top 25 <laughs> hits are top 25 for a reason. Yes. They're ah, catchy. Such a stupid line. <laughs> so good. Um, and then this one, which is an obvious parody of Eye of the Tiger. Um, yeah. Not as much in, uh, like, musically. Musically, the, the uh, Disco Girl is, is almost a direct parody. But this one, when a tiger roars and the mountain cries, oh, you got to right. dream the dream. You got to win the prize. You got to go the miles. You got to face the trials. Never lose sight of the sights you see. You got to believe your beliefs are real. Now you're drinking from a fire hydrant. <laughs> Teach your uncle how to wear a cummerbund. Now you're going to jump a crazy gorge. Keep on shaving that hairy uncle. Uh, I don't really know what's happening in this part. Oh, your heart's on fire and the fire is in your heart. Yep. It's oh, it's so good. It's amazing. <laughs> good job, uh, Bad Breek. Bad Breck? I don't know how to pronounce it. Bad Breck, I'll say. Um, the the guy who who does like all the music for Gravity Falls. You, good job. Good job with both of these. Um, that training montage made me happy. And again, training montage makes the thing a whole bunch better. Or montage in general makes the Gravity like. Honestly, if they had kept on going Minotaur Trials, Manitar Trials, whatever, oh my, I think I would have hated this episode, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah, we saw enough of the Manitars. Pain hole and all that. I just thought it was, it was boring. Yeah. Like, there was... Yeah, that's true. What's, that's fair. what's the conflict? He's becoming a man, and then the conflict's made up by the people making him into the thing that... Mm. You know what I mean? It just... It, mm. it feels like there's no that's plot. That's true. The plot just kind of crumbles. Yeah. So that's fair. The B plot, that's though. fair. Mabel, I love Mabel. Yeah, <laughs> Mabel, that is a good B plot. But let's finish up the A plot because yeah. one of the parts where I think, hopefully, we can all agree that Dipper is Dipper is where Lidarar says, "Kill the multi bear or never be a man." Then I guess I'll never be a man. Yeah, like that is a good scene right there. Yeah. Um, and that's Dipper as Dipper. Dipper outsmarting and making the multi bears train him. Um, the, the multi-bears? Right. The multi-bears. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and here where he's sticking to his guns and not giving in to others. It seems like he's learned. It seems like he's grown. And this is a reflection of that. I really like that. Um, and then later on when we see Stan, I one of my favorite Stan character developments um, is where he's at, he's just eating his pie, doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, uh, so, what does he? Let me see. What does he say? Uh, sounds sounds pretty manly to me, or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, you were your uh, own man, and you stood up for yourself. You yeah, did what was right, even though no one agreed with you. Seems pretty manly to me. Yeah, that's what yeah. he said. So that's that's pretty good. I like Stan in that moment because he's not trying to be anybody besides yes. himself. Yes. He's also yeah. not he's just eating pants. his pie. He's also not wearing uh-huh. pants. That's true. Oh like, he's like, he he shows the value of what being a man is to Dipper, and I like that. Mm. Because I like the concept of this is, like, what is it to be a man? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I just, I don't like the way this show tackled it. That's fair. So. 
That's fair. So let's leave manly plot behind, behind. And go into dating. Yes, B plot. Um Oh Matt, That's do you wanna do you wanna the power start the- of Mabel? <laughs> oh. Chuck yes. dressing. oh my yes. gosh yeah Love so so book. the b plot definitely uh featured more prominently in this episode than it has in past episodes it it had more screen time it had more involved in it it was part of the montage where in other montages it, it's been just the a plot um so I, I mean i think that more of the good jokes came out of the b plot then came out of the the manliness plot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, there's one in particular, but I'm definitely saving that for my favorite joke one. Um, but I mean, the the mate. Oh, oh, yeah, just so good. Zeus doing a spot on impression of Lazy Susan. <laughs> <laughs> I love Susan. Oh, what? No, what does he say? I am, I am, I'll be over here. I'm, I'm soft like a woman. Yes, I'm. I'm also Sean Connery. <laughs> Zeus is um, not Sean. No, no, he's not. But <laughs> Zeus Connery. I'm soft. I'm soft like a woman. Yes. <laughs> it's great. Um, oh. Him and Wendy. I love that Wendy is there the entire time and is just smiling, like trying not to burst out laughing throughout this entire thing. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that reflects her character. Like she doesn't really care that much about like basically anything she's just waiting to get off work and go hang out with her friends but <laughs> as long as she's here she's gonna have the best time possible and just enjoy the craziness that happens at the shack i think that's why she sticks around at the shack because it is interesting and it is fun for her and she loves slacking off but she enjoys the craziness that happens that makes sense it, it looks like she's just the thought i think is going through her head is like i'm on the clock like whatever i'm down for this <laughs> let's do yeah. it yeah <laughs> were you gonna say something though trevor oh no he was uh, gonna i hate wendy oh what no i love wendy <laughs> i love Zeus. um yeah. and i i love mabel in this episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, oh it's the second episode in a row that mabel calls out her family on their crushes so if we're gonna note that as a um Ooh, as a similarity to previous episodes um, Very I, interesting. I wonder if that's because she's so open about hers. Mm. You know what I mean? That she's just like, why don't you want to talk about it with everybody all the time and tell them how you feel all the time because you love them? <laughs> so, um, oh man, that got dangerously close to sad real times. Please move on. Yeah. Nope, we're saying we're gonna bask oh, no! in sad real time. Mm. You smell that? What, what? What is that? What is it? It's it's sad real time. Oh! <sighs> sad real time weird. with Oxfail Mage. Yeah. <laughs> Changing the podcast title. Check out, check out my Patreon. Sad real time. Oh my goodness! You can donate and be sad that your money's gone. That's what I do. <laughs> oh my gosh. <clears throat> Anyways, Dipper, it's me. I'm looking at you through the window. Oh, right yeah. here. oh my gosh. Did you see me outside? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I also so love that she just chugs so a little cup of salad dressing. Yes, she does. Just oh, downs yeah. it like it's nothing. Mm. So. Wowzers. Um, so one other thing, it'll hop back to the A plot a little bit, but very often in these episodes, a secret conveniently almost becomes known to everyone to move the plot forward. And it's usually about Dipper. Um, so 
uh, Mabel has almost screamed girlfriend referring to Wendy in the last episode and, and, and yep. other things like that. And this time it was the Baba CD. That's what drove him mm. to accept the quest for the to go kill the multi-bear is that one of the random manators was like, is this yours? And he was like, nope, nope, nope. And mm. for a while, when I first saw it, I, in the um, multi-bear cave, when Baba is playing, he's holding the Baba tape. And I'm like, wait, it's playing. How is he holding the tape? How, how did they miss that? Wow, that's such terrible animation. But this watch around, I saw that, when the manator is like, is this your, whose is this? He grabs it and puts it, I don't know, in his loincloth or something. And yeah. that's where it comes from. So I thought it was just like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. How do you miss that? But he actually has his copy, which is the one he's holding in the multi-bear cave. So just a yeah. note of how they actually did did do, you know, keep, um, gosh, continuity? Continuity. I think that's yeah, the word. Interesting. Because I thought they didn't, but I realized, oh, wait, it's legitimate from somewhere in his loincloth pockets. He's in one of his temporary tattoos. <gasps> oh, temporary pocket one the, tattoos. One of the so temporary did. tattoos was a temporary CD case. Nice. A jewel CD case, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wait, no. Was it a CD or a tape? I don't remember. Listen. My my jokes don't go that deep. Just just leave yeah. it at the fact that he literally put it inside of a tattoo and walk away. Okay, okay. Cool. There we I'm go. Fine. I'm fine with that. Nice. Oh my goodness. Um boy. So I feel to... like we've basically touched on everything in this yeah. episode. It, it's a very straightforward episode. Yeah. Um there and... isn't a cool philosophical Not really. Part it's pretty straight it's... out in the open. Yeah, because they went, look at it, here it is, enjoy it, see it. Yeah, yeah. My, my, I guess the, the best philosophical part I have is Grunkle Stan telling Dipper, you know, that sounds pretty manly to me, even mm. though he's in a totally unmanly situation because he won't even talk to Lazy Susan. Mm. And he's making a little girl do it for him, and he's mm. still not wearing pants. <laughs> okay, can we so. talk about how Lazy Susan's obsession with getting the pie thing to rotate? That that's that machine Spain is a Lazy Susan. Machine. Yeah. That's what, yeah, the, that's that's what that's joke. called. Yeah, that's the, that's that's the whole joke. thing. And then, I mean, it's that plus the lazy eye. Like, it just, it just, yeah, it's it's pretty great. These are my cats. I just caught. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh yes, I love the outro. Holy um, like outro say, say is it say hello or say goodbye? Is, is it like say hello? Yeah, say hello, Mister Scruffles. Yeah. Um, meow. Say hello, Mister Paul. <laughs> say hello, say hello, Mister Cat Mr. something. Asper- like he's Mister Cat. Yeah, Mister Cat Face. Yes, Mister Cat Face. Wow, Mister Cat Face. I like how it was like. 32 missed messages. Yes. Like, like she's not stopped calling. Oh, oh. that was a good outro. Great intro. Great outro. Pretty solid B plot. Yeah. Great montage. Good music. Um, just a little bit too out there on yeah. the plot. It's not like a horrible episode. Yeah. It's just when I'm rewatching the series, I skip this one. I don't. Mm. I don't really care for it. You know what I mean? Maybe I just fast forward a little multi bear, then fast forward past that. So. <laughs> Oh, so it was a tape because you can fast forward. It was in a CD. 
There you go. That's what it was. You can fast forward. Hey, 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 hey. Don't question these things. Listen, the CD went in the tattoo. Okay. But that's that's not even like (laughs) not an option. I don't. I still don't know why the bear had crotch faces. (laughs) He did. Oh, my goodness. If we want to talk about real quick, well, I'll j- I'm just going to tell you it's not really a discussion point. But um, in the scrapbook gratuity, when Mabel opens the oh my gosh, there's a yes. picture of her kissing a fish, and then a picture of her um, from Headhunters with the beheaded Stan and Dipper, um, <laughs> like down, and he's caught in the flash, and he's like, "What's going on?" But wow. ca- a little bit of continuity from that. Um, the cryptogram. I'll just jump into this. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. not really. It's pretty simple. Um, once decoded, it's Mr. Caesarian will be out next week. Mr. Atbash will substitute, um, letting people know that the cipher was going to change. And this, <laughs> right at, uh, That's actually I think funny. after season one, they stopped, like, telling people what the cipher was going to be. And, like, had there be a cipher in the episode in order to tell people what the cipher was going to be. Uh, huh. So this is, like, very not, I don't like the fact that they did this. Um, but, you know, they hadn't. Uh, been with their fan base as long so, and they probably wrote this early on I, I don't know nonetheless um, I think there are better ones and like in future episodes in order to get the cipher you uh-huh. have to look at a chase scene frame by frame and grab a bunch of letters out from the background um, all stylized differently and then put them together I think rearrange them too and then you get the name of the cipher that's so great yeah so hmm. this is kind of a step back in my opinion but again it's just at the beginning so not a huge deal in that regard after talking well let's do favorite jokes let's do favorite jokes yeah. first. um i'm oh i think puma shirt panther shirt oh, puma gosh. shirt panther shirt puma shirt panther shirt <laughs> It's dumb, it's stupid, it's simple, but it makes me laugh. Besides, do you have this on other species? <laughs> um, Mabel on the other side of the glass is my favorite. Oh my goodness. Look, it's me, I'm talking to you with my mouth. I'm on the other side of this glass. <laughs> it's like, what, what, who Did says Did you see me like, outside? Did just, you see me do, yes. Just oh, who says that? People don't say these things. So, I, so. I think... I sort of have two, but I really only have one. So one was when he has the beef jerky. Um, May not Mabel, sorry, Dipper. It says like you're not manly enough on the front. Yes, and he and says, it says you're inadequate. You're inadequate. That's right. And he says <laughs> it's you. Hulk, s- it's Hulk Hogan pointing at you and says you're inadequate. Uh, and he says you said it, brother. Because that, that's a that's a Hulk Hogan line. The whole Hogan. brother oh, using. Uh, I didn't get that. Oh. I mean, it's not necessarily him, but he's got a blonde handlebar mustache. Yeah, so, I get it. so I get it's it. but 100%. my f- favorite. It's not even a joke, but it's just when Mabel downs that shot of ranch dressing, like <laughs> as a toast to their the beginning of their quest to make anything is possible. Oh. The power of Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. Oh, it's a half a second, like, oh, of the episode, but mm-hmm. it, I like it so much. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh. So after talking about the episode, have either of your ratings changed? Mm. No. Still a C plus. You know what? I give it a... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what? I, I think that it drops because two C plus for me as well because I... 
Yeah, there there isn't really as much payout in the A plot. And I mean, for the reasons that we talked about. Yeah, it drops a little bit for me, honestly, after talking about it. So I, I, I'll bring it to a C plus. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm at a C plus too. I'm oh, sad. Oh. Whoa, would yeah. you say that's a C plus plus plus? Oh, it's the next coding language. We're coding that's some stuff. What it is. Or is it that's, the cipher for next episode? Next, that's, yeah, that's guys, figure out my cipher. C plus C plus C plus. <laughs> oh my gosh. A, B, one, two, three, <laughs> yeah. four. Le- left, Wendy, right, left, right. Um, p- pterodactyl. No, A, B, one, two, three, four, left, right, left, right is in like three episodes. Oh, that's right. And we will get to that. Oh, boy. Oh. By the way. The next episode is one of my favorites. What is the next episode? Double Dipper. Oh, yeah. Now you want to see all the characters in one place doing something that makes sense while introducing four new main characters, while throwing in a ton of crazy conflict and a great B and possible C plot. Yes, Double Mm. Dipper. Mm. So if you're interested in finding out what happens next week on tad strange and if you're a tad strange like we are go ahead hit that subscribe button ring that bell follow that channel do whatever your platform calls for you'll get updates whenever our newest content releases and be able to follow us as we unravel the masterfully woven tapestry of gravity falls we're also on facebook and twitter throw a thingy over there we'll start posting uh whenever we throw out awesome new content when stuff happens in the gravity falls fandom we'll post about that as well uh can't wait until next week and we will see you there i don't have a cool outro for you guys but go ahead do the cool outro that's okay we still haven't told you who lucy is so haha whoa we haven't by the way said person listened to episode one and went why don't they know who i am (gasps) what am i (sighs) tune in next week to not learn about it because well maybe we will tell you maybe it's in the cypher we told you earlier maybe every episode is actually a cypher to tell you who lucy is or maybe to tell her who she is whoa